Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, Hello. everybody. I know that's a beautiful day in Coeur d'Alene. It is. And we're, we are sitting here in the chamber watching a tugboat. Ooh, look at that. It's really pretty out there. Wow. What the heck? I know. I, that's... I've never seen that before. Anyway, sidetrack. Yeah, squirrel. I know, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was thinking about this. Last time I said, you asked me, like, well, how was your Christmas? How was this? And I couldn't think of anything. And I thought, wow, that's kind of sad. And then I thought, you know, I never mentioned my trip to New York with my husband, Stu. And I just want to go back in time. And I know it was around, it was in November, but I never talked about it because somehow it just didn't get mentioned. And... I had the best time. We had so much fun. We ate at the best restaurants. We saw Hades Town, which is coming on tour. And I this to Spokane. To Spokane. It's in the Best of Broadway series. I would highly recommend it. It is an amazing show. The music is very um uh I want to say uh not Dixieland, but it's kind of got that uh, New Orleans, Dixieland style, blues, jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cool. It's such a great show. And it, I literally, it made me go, oh, I love theater again. Oh, that's it, cool. I had that moment of like, oh, this is why. Wow. And we paid a lot for those tickets. Right. So it, uh, uh, Stu was a little hesitant. He's like, what? You did what? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I did. So get over it. Right. And, um, <laughs> And it was so good and so worth it. And I just wanted to mention, just go see Hades Town if you can, if you get a chance. And I think they're also doing Dear Evan Hansen, which is also a, I've never seen it, but I, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard a lot of the music. I've heard a lot of good things yeah. about that. And, and then um, there's other shows I can't remember. But Well, Kevin and I are going to see Wicked on Wednesday Wicked. night. Wicked. I love Wicked. I know. I've always wanted to go. And I have to admit that the ad that they it's run little, on TV, it's a little annoying because it's the yeah. same song every if you're time. there to find me, yeah. up to the western sky. I know, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I've heard that before. But I think it's going to be a great oh, yeah. show. You'll love it. And my I son and great. daughter said that they went to see it um, with their dad years ago, the last time it was in, oh, in yeah, when it um, toured. Spokane, and yeah. um, they loved it. It's so, so fun. I'm pretty excited. It's a good show. Yeah. I really loved that one, too. It will be fun. I have a story about Wicked. I'll tell real quick. Okay. So we went in Denver when we were living there. And <laughs> Jackson was young and we took the kids because we thought this is going to be the one we should take the kids to. Right. And we were up high in the balcony, whatever, somewhere up there. And Jackson kept going, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and we're like, you can wait till the intermission. And I'm like, I'm not leaving. I'm like, I am not leaving. I'm watching this show. Mm-hmm. And Stu's like, you can wait. You can wait. And Jackson just looked with this panic look in his face. He could not wait. And he wet his pants. And we felt so bad. Oh, so no. who are the worst parents? We are. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's my story of Wicked. Anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> I happens. know. We as parents, we always are the worst parents yeah. for a little while. And then, then oh, we're the best parents. Yeah, so, so yeah, we all have our balances. moments. So yeah, it all balances lesson out. Lesson learned. You know, when right. they look at you with that panic face, it's okay. It's probably time for you them really to You really should get up and take a <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Take him to the bathroom. Or make them go before you go well, sit down. Well, he's got a, a small bladder. Oh, so anyway, okay. but that was my little wicked I'm sure story. he will love the fact that you just said that. I on, know. He, well, he doesn't. I don't think he listens anyway. But <laughs> anyway, so anyway, New York was fascinating. I loved Fun. it. And at the time, everyone was wearing masks. You had to have a vaccination uh-huh. to get into anywhere. But it was really no big deal. Right. Because everything was required everywhere right. you went. So yeah. You didn't even think twice. Right. So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Um, and I'm trying to remember what else we saw. Isn't that funny? I can't even remember. Oh, we saw Jagged Little Pill, which Stu loved, which oh, is the Alanis yeah, yeah. Morissette. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment in the show where uh, a standing ovation happened mid-show. Wow. Because of one performer. And she won the Tony for Best Supporting uh, Actress in Oh, the that's so cool. Amazing, where you literally, I was like, wow, that that was an amazing performance. Wow. Where you think she gave it all and yeah. she does it every time. Wow. And, and, and we were told people will stop and you will have a standing ovation. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. And she deserved it. Wow. She was amazing. Oh, so. that's so cool. Yeah. So that was, I has, I, it was great theater. It was great weather. We had one rainy day mm-hmm. and the rainy day, I was so tired. We had walked. 5,000 miles. I don't even know how many miles. I can't, we didn't, I right. lost track of steps. And then, um, that's when an Apple watch comes I know, in handy. Stu probably counted. I didn't. And, uh, we went and saw Belfast, the movie. Cause, oh. Because it was raining and windy. And I've was, been wanting to see that. It was really good. I've heard. Kenneth Branagh. It was great. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. But So that was oh. my little trip. But Well, exciting stuff in Coeur d'Alene tonight is Art Walk. Mm. And it'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. And... Uh, I can't wait to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of walking a lot, I have been walking with the dogs. Aww. And I walked on Saturday four and a half miles. That's great. And yesterday I went three and a quarter miles. Good for and you. And this afternoon I'm going to try to do the at least three and a half miles. That's great. And they love it. And they're, Wrigley is getting better at walking. He, Good. He, he's a puppy. He's seven months old, I think. Yeah. Um. And he is a little spastic. Yeah. But Zoe is great at what She's a good walker. That's good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, Wrigley will learn from her. Yeah. For sure. Right. Well, oh. I'm excited about our guest today. So am I. I didn't know all this about our new mayor. Right. So not only, I didn't know he was the mayor of Post Falls. Yes, he was a long time ago. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So that's new to me. But I'm also like, I've been in and out of Coeur d'Alene for the last 27, 28 years. So I didn't quite know that. He was a principal at at one of the schools here locally. Mm -hmm. Um, He was the city administrator in Coeur d'Alene and in Post Falls. But he was a state senator for years. That, and now that I did not yeah. know. Yeah. Let's w- welcome our mayor, Jim Hammond. Welcome. welcome. Jim, thanks for being here. We're excited to have you not only be here on our podcast, but for you to be the mayor. Well, thank you. It's pleased to be here. Um, you've been a mayor now for Coeur d'Alene for two months. How's it going? 
Well, <laughs> it certainly was a rough start. <laughs> the the uh, <clears throat> interesting thing is, I I kid that uh, I finally achieved my first goal, and that is to have a council meeting where I didn't have to have a bunch of policemen there to keep the crowd in line. Oh boy, <laughs> that was great. Wow. How does it compare to you being the mayor of Post Falls? What's the differences between the two communities? Oh, my gosh. Well, see, that's so long ago, and Post Falls was so small then that there's a huge difference uh, between this time and uh, when I was uh, serving Post Falls. the, the city that I now serve is 54,000. The city that I was serving at that time was under 10,000. Wow. So wow. Substantially, yeah. substantially That's different. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> and at that time, there was some effort uh, by Cindy Hammond mm-hmm. to get some arts council work going out there, and they have had some success, and you can still see that uh, mainly um, in the uh, Jacqueline Arts mm-hmm. uh, of the old church, the old Presbyterian Methodist churches, the two churches that are together there. Right. I know, that's a beautiful facility. It too. is. Yeah. It turned I'm, out really well. I'm so glad they're they're um, they're being headed up right now with uh, by Darla Dry. Dryer, mm-hmm. and uh, she's doing an amazing job. They have yeah. lots so. of arts education programs and yeah. just music all the time. And I know the gallery really upstairs, cool. so they're mm-hmm. really they've come a, a long way. Yes, right? definitely. They have. Yep. I see that you've got a bachelor of arts degree. What is your your degree in the first degree? It was elementary education. Elementary. Oh, see. it was art. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. It's either a BA or a BS. You right. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't do BS. (laughs) (laughs) I do a lot of that now. (laughs) There's a little bit of that in government. Yeah, just a little. Just sometimes, not always. Once in a while. I know. Um, So the arts in Coeur d'Alene are thriving. Um, How do you feel about the arts, and what is art to you? Well, first of all, arts, public art, I think is important in in a city because it helps create community. Mm-hmm. And you have to dim- differentiate between a city, which is a, a governance issue, and th- managing the different operations of a city from water and wastewater to public safety, etc. But then the larger, more encompassing issue is the community. And arts contribute to bringing community together. It helps develop pride in the community. Uh, It uh, sometimes can create some controversy within a community. Sure. uh, overall, I've certainly seen that. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, it's important because it gives another reason for someone to visit our community and enjoy the aesthetics of our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you you know the number? How much the arts financially can bring to this community is like one point. Do you do you remember that? Well, number? I know for every dollar that a person spends in Coeur d'Alene, ten dollars goes back into um, the community, including the government and the mm-hmm. government, state and federal funds, and 
um, and within local businesses. So that's a that's a pretty good return on your dollar. And mm-hmm. I'm sure those are older numbers yeah, too. I'm it, sure it's it may be now. even higher than that now. Well, I, I think though that art itself, public art, <coughs> uh, it is a, a great attraction because one of the the jewels of Coeur d'Alene is the downtown. Mm-hmm. You you have ha, I'm really struggling here. You really struggle to maintain downtowns these days. Uh, and we are very blessed to still have a thriving downtown. There aren't a bunch of empty buildings. Mm-hmm. And uh, people come to visit as well as we locals enjoy just being able to walk around downtown and mm-hmm. and look at uh, what is available. Now, certainly it has changed. Right. <laughs> I remember buying clothes at J.C. Penney's downtown, and right. you you can't do that anymore. No. But um, <laughs> there still is uh, plenty of great activity mm-hmm. going on in the community. Right, and lots of art options. All uh, we have well, an amazing the, amount of galleries. Yeah, now. the amount of galleries that we have is, and the the different kinds of product that they offer the community uh, are also very helpful in attracting people to our community to not just to visit but to stay for a while and Mm -hmm. access the different uh, options beyond art such as restaurants and other venues that they might enjoy right yeah. I mean, the fact that we have Art on the Green, That how how many years has that been going on? 50, I think this is 53. 53? Yeah. That's amazing. That's, I know. That's I know time. that was a destination for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I started coming to Coeur d'Alene in 1994, and I wanted to go every year. I think I have every year that I've been here, and uh, it, I, it's something to look forward to. And now there's so many other events that you can go and see art or the street fair and that that always brings in more artists Mm -hmm. and uh, we have such a big community of artists that we can show off right we we want to think of ourselves as the destination for the arts in the inland north in the inland northwest i know i want to be a taos I want people, I know I, said, I say this all the time, but I want people to say, I'm going to Coeur d'Alene for the art, not the golf. <laughs> not the lake, although... They can do be, both, but we really want the art the to be the focus. Yes. Of course, we we're do. on the Arts and Culture Alliance, so yeah. it makes sense. Well, the, the lake, though, is a part of the beauty as mm-hmm. much as the, the art is a mm-hmm. part of the beauty. In uh, past years, Cindy and I used to travel a lot, and uh, when we'd stop in communities, that's one of the things that we enjoyed was public art. It, it's what attracted us to a community was the fact that they would have a downtown and that they would have art in that downtown. And so uh, there's no question that um, it's an amenity that serves arts purposes, but it also serves the, the purpose of creating retail and commerce within the community. Mm-hmm. Because if you're there enjoying the art, you're going to also wander into some of the, the stores that are offering all different kinds of things relative right. to the area or the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, they all 
uh, serve each other and they complement each other. Right. Yeah, every time you and Cindy go on a trip, I get a text from Cindy showing me some art thing that she's absolutely amazed by. <laughs> and my favorite one that she sent was the the um, alley in Boise yeah. that had the, I think it's called Freak Alley, and it's all these murals oh, on, on the, the alley. And it's so amazing, and I think it would be really fun to bring one of those, have one of those in Coeur d'Alene. There is, it, that, that's... Um, trying to remember where that was i don't think that was boise but mm. it was uh, <clears throat> it's a great idea mm -hmm. uh, because what you're doing is you're cleaning up your alleys and actually making them pedestrian walkways as well right and in, in doing so uh, it just adds another dimension to the downtown and also you just you feel safe walking down an alley yeah um so yeah. I'm, Another one that I love that we have are the utility boxes. Oh, yeah. The yes. I I, I'm not even sure when that started, but boy, when it started, then I was like, have you seen the box on 17th Street? You know, you can mm -hmm. see it. And at, at that, I don't, I, there might be other cities that have that, but I mean, to have our town have that, I think that, again, is another opportunity for artists to get their work out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, then just to see, instead of looking at an ugly gray army green box, you get to look yeah. at someone's art. So well, actually, beyond that, it says we're really proud of ourselves and yeah. we're proud of our community. And we want to share the, mm -hmm. the beauty of the community through our artist with you. Yeah. Because a lot of that art is um, depicting, well, I, I've seen uh, outdoors of elk and mm -hmm. deer and fishing and um, streams. And, yeah. that, and there's a lot of stuff that's just plain fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. that's cool. Yeah. It's cool for the kids and for the adults. Right. Um, are there any changes or improvements that you would like to explore as the mayor? Relative to arts? Yes, and the community. Well, nothing comes to mind uh, off the top of my head. We want to continue to build on the, the arts. <clears throat> I think, you know, as I, uh, to get into a tougher subject, I think that um, arts also has to be responsive to its community because it's public money. Mm -hmm. And so there have been uh, some objections to a few pieces, uh, some just because of lack of understanding and mm -hmm. that that I, I can live with. But if it's actually something that people are offended by, um, then I think it, it's worthy of further discussion and examination. I don't think you can just blow that off mm -hmm. as, well, you don't appreciate that kind of art and we should have all kinds of art. Um, that's, that's always a hard distinction to make, mm -hmm. mainly because art <clears throat> and what is beautiful is so different from one person to another. Yes, absolutely. And, and uh, we recently went to um, an immersive experience in Denver uh, with Van Gogh. Mm. Ooh, and it was just wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, 
But what happened there is I never thought that much about Van Gogh until I was immersed in his art. Mm-hmm. And you really uh, developed a much greater appreciation. And not all of us have an opportunity to be able to do that. And so um, <clears throat> I think if we at least hear what concerns are, uh, we can create a higher level of support for the efforts of arts. Right. Now, some people <laughs> don't want to spend any money on art, and mm-hmm. that that's not going to change. Right. But quite frankly, um, I think it's an important amenity. In fact, at one point during the campaign, uh, somebody started complaining about public art and spending money on it in the meeting I was presenting. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I really believe in public art, and if you don't like it, I'm not your guy. you got to find somebody else mm-hmm. because I'm gonna going to continue to support it. Right. Well, we're really lucky that this community has the 1% um, public works. Yes. Um, it's a program where 1% of just the public works, it's not general construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be above ground, goes towards the um, the budget for the Arts Commission. We're lucky to have the Arts Commission. And I think it's important to note to the community mm-hmm. that the Arts Commission doesn't actually pick the art. We have, we put together a committee of people in the community to choose the art um, when, when it's brought to us. And then it goes back to the Arts Commission to choose it or to approve that, approve their recommendations. And then it goes to the City Council to approve the recommendations. Well, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of a shame because to some extent we, we begin to uh, take take for granted some of the art we have, um, such as the umbrellas at the, the first roundabout the city built love, up right, on fourth, yeah. North 4th Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, And then the, there's some great art on the roundabouts on, on Celtus Way. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that adds to the, the spirit of what we are as a community. Uh, the um, sales down on Celtus Way and Northwest mm-hmm. Boulevard, uh, you won't find all that stuff everywhere. Right. And, and uh, it's a special amenity that shows our pride, but <clears throat> it, it just also adds some joy and beauty to the community. Right. I agree completely. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, a board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and the owner of NIA, the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in connecting women of all ages, experience, and backgrounds in our community. One of the ways to do this is at our annual Onward and Upward Women's Conference, and it's coming up on May 25th. Our speakers are amazing, so you don't want to miss this. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, and they're just $79 for the entire day. On your web browser, type in Onward and Upward Women's Conference 22. And if you still can't find us, talk to Allie and Callie. They can tell you how to find us. We'll look forward to seeing you on May 25th at the Onward and Upward Women's Conference. And oh, men are welcome, so feel free to bring them. 
So, Jim, um, getting away a little bit from art and just the community in general, um, as the new mayor, what do you see as the challenges for our community right now? I just left a meeting where we were talking about short-term rentals. Oh, yeah. And we have probably an overabundance of short-term rentals. And <clears throat> the, the problem with them because we have to create a balance here. We are a resort community. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to come here and spend some time here, and we want them to be able to do that. And I, I like going to a short-term rental as opposed to a hotel. Right. But um, the, the challenge that that creates is the challenge of creating the community feel, the neighborhood feel. If I've got a bunch of short-term rentals around me, it's I don't get to know my neighbors because they aren't neighbors. They're just people that are coming and going. So we are going to um, take that on as an issue that we need to, to better manage. The, the issue is greatest in Coeur d'Alene because the demand is greatest in Coeur d'Alene but sure. it's a it's a county-wide issue that goes beyond uh, just the issue of people coming to town and staying it's the problem of <clears throat> pulling homes and other kinds of housing out of the market for people who want to live here. Mm -hmm. And so we have to uh, look at that as well. And I've already had some initial discussions with the mayors of the surrounding communities and we're meeting again next Monday to talk about how we might jointly work on these issues because uh, jointly we, we need to, to work on that community. And it goes back into support for efforts like the arts, but it's a, a general support of what we do and how we help each other as a community. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we, it, it's an economic issue as well. Uh, I, I really feel for mostly the small business owners in, throughout Kootenai and Spokane County. I mean, it's a world, I, mean, I should say a nationwide problem mm -hmm. of finding enough uh, of a labor force for whatever you're trying to do. And we're not talking just restaurants and other hospitality. It, it's all the way up to uh, all different kinds of professions. Uh, <clears throat> First of all, the available workforce, people that uh, are available to work is one issue. Mm -hmm. But then secondly, if you can attract them, then if they can't afford to buy a home or rent a home here, mm -hmm. then you're not gonna be able to attract them to the position. So those are issues that um, I'm not working on by myself. We're going to be working on those together. Mm -hmm. uh, another part of that is just the, the civility. Uh, we joked about it, but the first three public meetings that I managed, there was a lot of incivility and, and actual people didn't realize that unless they're in the room, because if you're watching on a TV, you couldn't hear the crowd mm -hmm. shouting and um, 
creating the the pandemonium that was created when we're trying to run a council meeting right so we're also talking about that because we want to work together to ensure that we don't uh, continue to break down into that kind of disruption Um, so uh, that's important to us as a community sure that makes I mean And my next meeting will be with uh, the head of the county commission as well as area mayors to Mm -hmm. continue to focus on that because we need to work on that together as a group. Are other communities around us having the same issues? Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Uh, That a lot of the same folks are going to those different communities and raising the same issues that they raised with us. so yeah that that's something we need to work on right it's interesting because uh just yesterday i heard on the news um the talk about the growth in coeur d'alene and north idaho is so great that the the uh, sheriff's department can't keep up with it right and they're trying to attract new people to this area but the people won't take the jobs because they can't afford to live here exactly so it's it is a it is a crazy yeah Definitely. And um, how do you how do you tackle a problem like that? That's exactly why we need to bring all the smart people together. Yeah, and right. <laughs> Have some meetings and um, build. You know, years ago, in the uh, 80s and early 90s, uh, we began to see uh, a loss of jobs, and that was the result of all seven sawmills from the one that that's now the resort golf course mm-hmm. to the one that was right at the post falls dam all began to close <clears throat> and then at the same time the mining and the bunker smelter all began to close as well so there was a substantial job loss uh, then uh, Kaiser Aluminum began to reduce its operations, and in fact, the rolling mill was still operating, the one in Trentwood, but mm-hmm. the the smelter, uh, the aluminum smelter up in the north end of town is gone. The buildings are gone even right. uh, up in Mead. So when that happened, the leaders in Coeur d'Alene got together and they developed what became known as Jobs Plus. And the, the effort with Jobs Plus was to diversify our economy and bring small, medium to small businesses to the area to create jobs, create a stronger tax base, and create some stability because we weren't dependent just on the lumber and mining industry for mm-hmm. our jobs. And that worked. We did very well. We did so well that right now we've got more jobs and we've got people to fill them. Right. (laughs) But my point is, by bringing people together again, I think we can create some solutions. This is a bigger challenge because you can't just force the cost of housing down. Right. You you can't... uh, manage the cost of rents. In fact, I don't know if it's made it through, but there are bills in the current session of the legislature to make sure that cities can't legislate um, rents. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
most of us don't feel that's really the solution anyway. The, the solution is to uh, create affordable housing and and affordable means what i can afford which is different than what the person next to me can afford right Right. but um it ties back into short-term rentals and rentals in general and the effort that uh, sandpoint is making and one little uh, development where uh, they are keeping the cost at a certain level and you can only buy that home if you have a job in that area and you're going to live in that home. So you can't buy it as an investment. You can't buy it as a rental. You have to live there and sense. you have to have a job there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> that, that uh, creates more of a, a, a strength of that neighborhood and a strength of community and support of Sandpoint. And, you have to have a willing landowner, first of all, and right. then a willing developer who's uh, able to do that. And so that that's one model that we're following mm-hmm. because we think that uh, going forward, those are some of the answers that we can find for, for people. In terms of trying to roll back housing um, it may happen as a result of market forces but it's not going to happen as a result of any kind of governance mm-hmm. right yeah that's that's in, that's interesting um, now, well you you talked about uh, venues per- for yeah, as performances. An, as a performer mm-hmm. um, this is this was something that was mentioned a couple years ago and I don't know whatever happened to it but we had to struggle to find places to perform and Mm -hmm. um as Coeur d'Alene gets bigger and bigger I still feel like we need more spaces and as Lake City Playhouse is now uh it's in dire need of some rebuilding and I'm not sure exactly what's happening with that but um just wondering if there is 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 there any way or thoughts that there could be some sort of a performance Space or uh, something that the city might be able to back and help help. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it, it's interesting it, when you. I have to travel to Salt Lake quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> you'll see a lot of public. Now, obviously, that's a much bigger city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see a lot of public buildings down there. Uh, the arena, the Performing Arts Center, mm-hmm. uh, the stadiums, they all have John Huntsman and oh, his yeah. wife's name on it. Yeah, yeah. Eccles mm-hmm. is another name that I see down there a lot. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the point is, those facilities wouldn't occur without a lot of private funding. Private, sure, yeah. And I th- I think the same thing has to happen Happen here. here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they also have to pencil. Mm -hmm. Um, We aren't nearly as wealthy. I'm just amazed at the amount of buildings down there. The um, campus, uh, they they have a big medical school down there for all different kinds of... uh, University of Utah? Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, all different kinds of avocations mm-hmm. and 
most of those buildings have some big major donor's name on it mm -hmm. uh, as well as pieces within those buildings and right. I, I think that to some degree uh, we have to look at the same kind of thing here mm -hmm. and that is right. that um, we have to find some sugar daddies for lack of a better term <laughs> yeah but you, you do you have yeah. to find people uh, and I don't know where that wealth is right um, well, I've been hearing that people that are moving here have a little more money than the general population mm -hmm. that has traditionally lived here. Yes. So maybe we have some people moving here that are willing to invest in this community. We so just have to find them. We're searching for sugardaddies.com. <laughs> well, we're you know, center, you make a good point, and, and people who move here don't realize that. Mm -hmm. uh, I've lived here 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that because then it ages me, but <laughs> I love cars. And I, over the years, I've stood out on street corners waving signs for uh, school levies and those oh, kinds yeah. of things. And uh, watching the kinds of cars that people are driving now versus what uh, we drove 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The wealth of the community has risen substantially. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> my grandparents raised a family in, uh, my great-grandparents, I should say, raised a family in the foregrounds. Really? Yeah, a family of 10 in a little two or three bedroom house there. Wow. It's, the house is still there, but it's a pretty tiny <laughs> little uh -huh. house. Well, now most of those homes are disappearing and larger homes are replacing them. Yeah. Uh, the the level of wealth within our community is growing. Now, I don't know if it's the kind of wealth that w will make contributions to public facilities mm -hmm. like that, right. but uh, certainly, uh, you know, a little here and a little there. Right. You, you look at <clears throat> the, the museum, and uh, it's it's been able to pull in some pretty good mm -hmm. uh, change. And they're, mm -hmm. they're not there yet, but they will get there. They will get there. Um, they're headed up by a dynamic young lady who I She is, her. yeah. She's She's, she's super. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that, that gives me hope that mm -hmm. we can have more of those kinds of facilities. Uh, I understand that there's a in terms of performing facilities. We have the facility at uh, NIC, but sometimes you want a smaller venue, mm -hmm. and, and that's really what we're kind of looking for. Mm -hmm. So Something between the Croc Center and NIC. Yeah, we just need one yeah. more. Would be ideal. One in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Something in the middle. Mm -hmm. yeah. That'd be great. But well, this has been so, so It's been nice. so great. I have one more fun question for you, and I want you to have fun with this. And on a fun note. Okay. If you were the dictator of Coeur d'Alene, <laughs> what would your first act be? Well, I am the dictator. <laughs> oh, good answer. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> at one of those meetings, I think he called me a tyrant, not oh. a dictator. Oh, and oh, I, I, I had to laugh because if you know me, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of this quiet little guy, you know, oh, <laughs> hardly a tyrant. That's um, <clears throat> I, well, I would build, I, I, if I could,
could, we would finish that building. If I had those kinds oh, of funds, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Cindy and I always talked. If we won the lottery, uh, we'd have this huge foundation. We wouldn't keep the money. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, number one, you lose too much of taxes. But if you could, <laughs> right. Well, you do. Yeah, but yeah, if you put true. it in a foundation, you yeah. can do so much more with so it. So much good. Mm -hmm. And it would be so much fun to do the the, the uh, performing arts center that we ne mm -hmm. need uh, to build a, a, a library, not a library, but a museum that uh, it would really be the envy of mm -hmm. communities. Smithsonian quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there are uh, uh, things that, well, I look, you know, I came from Post Falls and, and uh, when I did, Post Falls was so poor, they couldn't build a whole building at once. Mm -hmm. And by poor, I mean the value of the district, the right. assessed value. And now um, that high school is a nice high school with a nice uh, mm -hmm. performing arts center within mm -hmm. it. And <clears throat> now they're talking about another high school. The, right. the uh, Lake City High School is just a beautiful facility. Mm -hmm. We we build nice public facilities now, and we didn't used to. Well, even um, city halls are much nicer than they used to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, this city hall is pretty nice now. Yes, it is. And it has public art in it, which yes. is really which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you so much for yes. taking the time to talk to us. and Mr. Mayor. Yes, Mr. Mayor. Or should we call you Your Honor? Well, yeah. Yeah, Your Honor. <laughs> but your I honor. prefer Jim. Jim. Uh, Jim would be good, too. Um, well, thank you also for uh, giving me the opportunity to show with share with you that I do believe that art, and public art is important to the health of our community, and I'm glad to support that. Thank Yay, you. Yay, thank you. Well, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a women-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives.